The following podcast is recorded and produced by the Podcast Precinct in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. The Podcast Precinct. Consistency. Creativity. Culture. Welcome to a brand new episode of the Two Point Conversation. Football talk for fans by fans right here on the network at BICBP-radio.com. My name is Matt Johnson, your host today going solo. No, David, he is out uh, for today's episode. Um, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to run through this thing solo and uh, do my... It's been a little while since I've done a solo episode, I think. Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. Uh, week 13 is almost over. And it's uh, well, just as crazy and wild as, as uh, we can expect, right? It's been a uh, another fun week. Still a couple fun games that have to happen yet, but um, but yeah, man, that that this last this last stretch of playoffs um, playoff push is getting mighty interesting. We're heading into I guess we're in the third quarter right now, right? Um, teams are falling off. Teams are getting hot. It's uh, it's been pretty significant. It's it's been actually a lot of fun. Um, to kind of discuss, talk about. We're gonna jump into it though. Um, we have plenty to talk about. We're gonna start off with the Dallas Cowboys and the New Orleans Saints from Thursday night football. Dallas and New Orleans both uh, been pretty banged up. Both pretty been pretty banged up lately, but the Cowboys. They uh they get the victory twenty seven to seventeen in New Orleans. Both teams um coming off of Thanksgiving Day losses. All right, so they hadn't played in a whole week. Playing Thursday night football and uh eh, not so great. Not so I I didn't watch it. I didn't I didn't really watch it a whole lot. I was kinda just burned out by the end of uh at the end of this week, a lot of overtime. But um I did see some highlights. Dallas I, I think the expectation of many won this game. They were the obviously the lot more healthier team, um, and like I said, they had the the right pieces back. Your we'll go right into the scoring drives for this game. Um, first touchdown of the game, Dak Prescott hits Michael Gallup for a one yard touchdown, seven nothing lead there. And then uh, Taysom Hill, who started as quarterback this week, hits Lil Jordan Humphrey for a twenty four yard touchdown, tied at seven. Second quarter, all Cowboys. Greg Zerline fifty five yard field goal is good. Go up 10-7, then he hits a 34-yard field goal um, to go up 13-7. Third quarter, Maher for the uh, for the Saints hits a 42-yard field goal, 13-10. And then Tony Pollard has a 58-yard touchdown rush. This dude is awesome. They are good. Let Zeke rest, man. Tony Pollard's great. 20-10, um, Cowboys in the lead. And then the final points of the game, a, uh, oh, is this not do it too? Is this really going to mess with me, too? This is why I have David here to kind of help and bail me out. They don't have the uh, – we're missing a score here. Must be a defensive score. My apologies. I'm, i am got to bring it up now. They're messing with me. I trusted ESPN this week, all right, because I knew that David wasn't going to be here. 
And, uh, and yeah, blew up in my face. <laughs> All right. Yes, so there was a pick six. That's what happened. Um, Cowboys pick six by Watkins. Uh, 29 yards to the house to go up 27 to 10. And then the final score of the game, Taysom Hill hits uh, Harris for a 70-yard touchdown strike, 27-17. That is um, that is the score. Your stats for the game, Dak Prescott, 26 of 40, 238 yards, one touchdown, one INT. He's your passing leader. Rushing Tony pa- for the Cowboys, Tony Pollard, seven carries, 71 yards, and a touchdown. And the leading receiver, CeeDee Lamb, seven catches, 89 yards. All right, and let's see. Getting interceptions, we can do that now because ESPN is really good about that. Uh, Jaron Kirst, Demonte KZ, Carlos Watkins, Trayvon Diggs, all with interceptions. Um, so pretty, uh, yeah, pretty cool there. All right, for the Saints, not great. Taysom Hill, 19 of 41, 264 yards passing, two touchdowns, four interceptions. Taysom was also your leading rusher. 11 attempts, 101 yards, and your leading receiver was Deontay Harris, four catches, 96 yards, and a touchdown. Um, let's see. And, yeah, that's uh, kind of it. Garrett Griffin got a fumble, and Marshawn, Marshawn Lattimore had a uh, interception. So that is that. Uh, next up, the Miami Dolphins rocking and rolling. All right, they're doing pretty good. They beat up on a banged-up New York Giants team. Uh, Miami is a, is at six and seven right now. I believe four or five game win streak is where they're at. I, I should probably look that up. Um, but yeah, they're getting hot at the right time. They are just as much in the mix of a postseason run as anybody else right now, uh, especially with the way the AFC is. Uh, yeah, they won twenty to nine over the New York Giants, who fall at the four and eight. All right, pretty handedly. Defense is looking good. Their offense is looking good. Very very happy. Uh, for this Dolphins team, who's finally starting to show what they were meant to be. All right, and there's a real chance. Let's take a look at their. Um, let's take a little look at their uh, remaining schedule. There's, there's there's a chance. There's definitely a chance. I like what I like Miami's odds right now. Um, they are on a. By the way, they're on a one, two, three, four, five game win streak. They're going into a bye week fourteen. They have the Jets. They have the Saints. They have the Titans. They have the Patriots, who they've beaten. There's a really cha- good chance that Miami could win this thing out and finish ten and seven, and be right there in the playoff mix. Very real shot. All right, so uh, kudos to them. Liking everything that I'm seeing from from this team. Good, good on them. Uh, the scoring drives for this game. Giants open up the scoring with a uh, 39 yard field goal from Grand Gano. Three nothing lead there. Second quarter. Uh, Sanders, Jason Sanders, 48 yard field goal is good. Tied at three. And then Tua Tungo Viola hits a uh, pass to Hollins for a five-yard touchdown, 10-3 to at halftime. Third quarter, uh, Graham Gano hits a 34-yard field goal, 6-10. to And then fourth quarter, Tua hits uh, Isaiah Ford for a two-yard touchdown, 17-6 to lead. And then a, another Graham Gano field goal, 51 yards this time, 9-17. to And Sanders hits a 48-yard field goal to put the game away officially, 20-9. to That is your final score. Your stats on the day. For the Giants, uh, without Daniel Jones, of course, they turn to Mike Glennon, who is also hurt now. Looks like uh, this team will probably be using their recently signed uh, quarterback, Jake Fromm, from the Buffalo Bills practice squad. Uh, he probably will be the starter this week because Glennon is out, um, potentially out. 
Glennon, 23 of 44, 187 yards passing, zero touchdowns, one INT. Your leading rusher, Saquon Barkley, 11 attempts, 11 carries, 55 yards. And your leading receiver, Evan Ingram, four catches, 61 yards. Um, no fumbles, no INTs, none of that. Uh, for the Dolphins, Tua, 30 for 41, 244 yards passing, two touchdowns, leading rusher. Miles Gaskin, 15 carries, 44 yards. And your leading receiver, Jalen Waddle, getting, oh, this dude is so good, so good. Took a little while to get him going, but he's doing really well. Nine catches, 90 yards. Um, and Xavier Howard had a uh, had a INT as well. So that is, uh, that is that. That is Dolphins. That is Giants. Dolphins 6-7 and seven with a 29 victory uh, against the New York Giants. Our next matchup, we're going to take a look at the Indianapolis Colts. They blanked the Houston Texans 31 to nothing in Houston today. Um, ah, not going to lie, I uh, I didn't watch too much of this game. I didn't. Um, I'm not going to go on a rant why. Right, I'm sure you all are sick of me ranting and raving about the Colts. All right, they won. They beat a team that they should have beat. That's all that has to be said. Houston, I believe, is the first team that's mathematically eliminated from the postseason. Sitting at 2-10 and 10 now. Colts improved to 7-6. and six. Uh, yeah, it was a, it was a nice kind of, I guess for the for the Colts, it was a nice tune-up game. They're going into a bye uh, this in Week 14, and they come back. They have the Patriots in Week 15, which is going to be a big play, have huge playoff implications, of course. So, um, Carson looked good. The run game looked good. Frank Reich balanced everything out, and they looked good. They beat a team again. They beat a team they should have beat. Defense looked great. They held uh, they held the Texans to very. Uh, it was it was a it was a piss poor showing for the Texans. They uh, Terod Taylor got benched. Um, I don't think they even got past like the third the Colts thirty forty something yard line something along those lines. Like it was uh, it was it was pretty wild. So, but your scoring drive for this game, Jonathan Taylor takes a direct snap, runs up the middle for uh, off the right tackle. Excuse me for one yard seven nothing lead. Second quarter Carson Wentz hit Ashton Doolin for a two yard touchdown fourteen nothing lead. Third quarter. Jonathan Taylor uh, off the left guard for three yards, 21-0. Fourth quarter, Michael Badgley hits a 23-yard field goal, 24-0 lead. And the final points of the game, uh, Jackson off Deion Jackson off the uh, left end for three yards. So that is your scoring drives, your stats for this game. For the Colts, Carson went 16-22, 158 yards passing, one touchdown. Leading rusher, Jonathan Taylor, 32 carries, 143 yards, two touchdowns. And your leading receiver, Michael Pittman, six catches, 77 yards. Um, let's see. Interceptions. Kenny Moore had an interception. I believe the first play from the game was an interception. So that's uh, so that's pretty neat there. Um, yeah, and Kenny Moore had a forced fumble. So not bad, not too shabby from the Colts. Texans, Davis Mills ended up being your passing yards leader, six for 14, 49 yards. Terod Taylor is 5 of 13 for 45 and an interception before um, before he got benched. Leading rusher, Rex Burkhead, 8 carries, 30 yards. And leading receiver, Brandon Cooks, 3 catches, 38 yards. Um, let's see. Farrell Brown had a fum- uh, lost fumble. Tevier Thomas had a forced fumble on, uh, on, I believe, Jonathan Taylor. And, yeah, that was uh, that, that's pretty much it for that game. Colts. And Texans, again, Colts 31, Texans zip. Next up, the Detroit Lions. They did it, everybody. They finally got a win. 
one of my best, uh, one of my proudest, <laughs> um, one of my best, I guess, picks of this year. Um, definitely one of my best best picks of 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 this year. Uh, Lions getting the first win over the Minnesota Vikings, twenty nine to twenty seven. Detroit will not go winless. They are one ten and one. All right. The uh, Minnesota Vikings fall to five and seven. They they scored. Detroit scored on it. It was great, great play. You know, in retrospect, the Lions have played uh, really like decent football. Haven't been able to close out games, but um, haven't been able to close out games. But they've actually been like competitive. They kind of kept things interesting throughout this. Uh, throughout this, I mean, it's <laughs> this down year for Detroit. Uh, I guess, but um, they look good. And man, Jared Goff looked fired up. I could just tell. Body language is an important thing to read um, as you get older, and just Jared Goff just seemed on all day long. Um, and you know they scored off a final uh, closing second touchdown. It was absolutely amazing. And of course, Coach Dan Campbell fired up, happy for him. Dude's a passionate guy, and uh, you know he kept everybody in Oxford. It was a good week for. I guess football in Michigan, all right? Michigan uh, College wins big. They win their conference, and uh, the Detroit Lions get their first win of the of the, the year. So that's uh, not too shabby. But, uh, you know, all this coming off of there's uh, another unfortunate high school shoot, shooting. And uh, I remember, I believe it's Oxford High School they were, they did this in memory of. So, um, so yes, yeah, so you're, you're scoring drives for this game. Field goal, Joseph for the uh, – Minnesota Vikings hits a 41-yard field goal to go up 3-0. Then he hits a 31-yard field goal go up 6-0. And then the Lions score a touchdown. Jared Goff hits TJ Hawkinson for 9 yards. 7-6 lead for Detroit. Second quarter, a uh, a touchdown. Jared Goff hits right for a 23-yard uh, touchdown. A uh, We got Patterson, their, field goal, their uh, kicker, hits a 31-yard field goal. Go up 17-6. And then he hits a 41-yard field goal to go up 20-6 to at halftime. Third quarter, Minnesota, Minnesota starts to rally back a little bit. Joseph hits a 31-yard field goal, 9-20. to And then a touchdown from Alexander Madison off the right end for 8 yards, 15-20 to there. Uh, Lions hit a uh, 49-yard field goal. Patterson, 49-yard field goal is good, 23-15 lead. And then the Vikings uh, strike. Kirk Cousins hits uh, Osborne for a 5-yard touchdown, 21-23. And in the fourth quarter, Kirk Cousins is Justin Jefferson for a three-yard touchdown, 27-23. They go for a two-point conversion to try and lock this game away, um, or at least make it interesting. They could not do that. And it gave uh, yeah, just enough time. I believe it was over a minute left, and Jared Goff left the uh, drive of his career, I would dare so. So, oh, okay, maybe not. Maybe it's a recency bias thing, but an 80-yard, 16-play drive that ran up 100, uh, a minute and 50 seconds. He hits uh, Amon St. Brown for a 11-yard touchdown, 29-27, to the final score of this game. Your stats on the day, the leading passer for the Vikings, Kirk Cousins, 30-40, 340 yards, passing two touchdowns, zero INTs. He's, he's playing good, clean football. Can't argue that. that is, this is not a Kirk Cousins problem. I don't know what more I have to tell you guys. Uh, rushing. Alexander Madison in Dalvin Cook's absence, another stellar performance, 22 attempts, 90 yards, and a touchdown in the leading receiver, Justin Jefferson, 11 catches, 182 yards, 
and one touchdown. Kirk Cousins fumbled the ball away once. Uh, Bashad Breland forced a fumble, and Blake Lynch uh, forced a fumble and recovered it. So that's uh, pretty good there. And uh, their defense, Cameron Dantzler, had an interception. So uh, not too shabby. For the Lions, Jared Goff, 25 of 41, 296 yards passing, three touchdowns, one INT. Leading rusher, Jamal Williams, 17 carries, 71 yards. And your leading receiver, Amon Ra St. Brown, 10 catches, 86 yards, and a touchdown. Uh, Goff lost a fumble defensively. Charles Harris uh, forced a fumble, and Julian Aquara uh, recovered a fumble there. So, um, And then, yeah, no INT. So that is that, everybody. That is uh, Lions in Minnesota. Lions win 29-27. Moving on to Philadelphia and the Jets. The Philadelphia Eagles are now 12-0. and all-time against the New York Jets. The Jets have never, ever defeated them, ever. We mentioned it on Wednesday's, excuse me, Thursday's episode for our Pick'em Contest. And, uh, yeah, 12-0 Gardner Minshew season here in Philadelphia. Uh, getting his first start in quite some time, his first W um, since week one of 2020 season when they beat the Colts. Uh, really emotional moment, cool. His dad met him out in the parking lot, big hugs, slapping each other, just doing dude bro stuff um i guess it was just uh it was really nice to see i know a lot of the guys in our group chat and on our show big gardner Minshew stands very happy that they got to see him win um and yeah they won big they they won big Minshew looked fantastic he definitely brought a new life to this offense that i have not seen from jalen hurts yet and i don't know what to make of it i don't um Obviously, I think they're going to – I would imagine they're going to try and run with Jalen Hurts, but after today's performance, uh, I don't know. I don't know if this is a flash-in-the-pan thing or uh, they really got to start – they might have to look at start, starting Gardner Minshew if they want to make a postseason push. They're right there in the mix. I, I don't know. Uh, you're, uh, but, yeah, hats off to them. They're scoring drives for this game. Uh, Jets score the first, first point. Zach Wilson hits Elijah Moore for a three-yard touchdown. Six-nothing lead, missed extra point there. And then uh, the Eagles answer back. Gardner Minshew, it's Dallas Goddard for a 36-yard touchdown. 7-6 to six lead. Oh, pop-ups. Oh, pop-ups. Um, excuse me. Gardner Minshew, it's uh, Dallas Goddard for a 36-yard touchdown, 7-6. to six. And then Zach Wilson it's, uh, takes off, runs uh, for a yard touchdown rush. Then another missed extra point, 7-12. to 12. Um, and then the final point to the first quarter, Gardner Minshew has Dallas got it for a 25-yard touchdown, 14-12 to lead. Second quarter, Zach Wilson hits Ryan Griffin for a one-yard touchdown. You get a little, uh, you get a little, little half spike there. You get a little half. It was like a, one of the worst spike attempts ever. But they also they missed a two-point conversion, dropped. Uh, it was actually really good on Zach Wilson's play, but the Jets receiver I can't remember who it targeted, who the target was, but he dropped it. Uh, Kenneth Gainwell. He has an 18-yard touchdown rush for the Eagles, 21-18 lead. And then Jake Elliott, 31-yard field goal is good, 24-18 lead. Third quarter, Elliott hits a 32-yard field goal, 27-18 lead for the Eagles. And then uh, he hits a 43-yarder, 30-18. And Elliott in the fourth quarter, Elliott, 46-yard. That was terrible. 46-yard field goal is good, 33-18 uh, is the final score. So the Eagles getting a big dub here as they uh, they try to catch up to uh, the the the. The Cowboys, who have been more cold than hot this uh, this last month. So this uh, could get interesting. Your stats on the day. Gardner Minshew, 20-25, 242 yards passing, and two touchdowns. 
That's probably the quarterback performance of the year for Philadelphia. Start that man. Go all in on Gardner. Man. Rushing. Miles Sanders, 24 carries, 120 yards. And leading receiver Dallas Goddard, six catches, 105 yards, and two touchdowns. So, um, Gardner Minshew had a fumble. Nate Herbig had a fumble. And Jalen Ragor all had fumbles. They were not lost, which is cool. And IMTs, uh, Marcus Epps had an interception. So that was that for uh, offensively and defensively. For the Jets, Jack Wilson, 23 of 38, 226 yards passing, two touchdowns, one interception. Leading rusher, Tevin Coleman, 11 catches, excuse me, 11 carries, 58 yards. And your leading receiver, Elijah Moore, six catches, 77 yards, and a touchdown. Um, yeah. That was that. Eagles over the Jets, 33-18. Next up, Arizona in Chicago. Big return of Kyler Murray. Big return of DeAndre Hopkins. Um, Yeah. It was uh, Chicago definitely didn't make things interesting, but we all know who the superior team is. It's, uh, it's the Cardinals, right? We knew that. I know they lost a bad one to Carolina a couple weeks ago, but we're got – yeah, it – Arizona's the class of the... Oh, no, I can't say that because um, Green Bay did beat them. But they're doing good. They're doing good. I don't think there was ever a doubt in anybody's mind that Arizona would win this game. They did, but Chicago did make things interesting for a little while. Um, you're scoring for this game. Yeah, I didn't watch too much of it, just little bits here and there. Uh, you're scoring for this game. Kyler Murray hits DeAndre Hopkins for a 20-yard touchdown grab, 7 nothing, And then Murray uh, scrambles for a 9-yard touchdown run, 14 nothing there. And then uh, end of the first quarter, scoring David Montgomery, a one-yard touchdown rush, 14-7. to We are at second quarter. Kyler Murray hits James Conner for a 23-yard touchdown, 21-7 lead. Third quarter, Matt Prater, a 33-yard field goal is good, 24-7. to And then uh, Andy Dalton hits Jimmy Graham for a one-yard touchdown, 24-14 at the end of the third. Fourth quarter, Matt Prater hits a 25-yard field goal, and then uh, – Kyler Murray has another rushing touchdown to go up 33-14. to And then in garbage time, Andy Dalton hits Jakeem Grant for an 8-yard touchdown, 33-22. The uh, Cardinals walk away with this one. Stats on the day, Kyler Murray 11-15, 123 yards, two touchdowns. Leading rusher, James Conner, 20 carries, 75 yards. And a leading receiver, James Conner, uh, two catches, 36 yards, and a touchdown. Kyler Murray had two fumbles on the game. And uh, INTs, Buda Baker had an INT for 77 yards. Byron Murphy had a INT for 13 yards. And Zach Allen had an INT for 25 yards. Oh, Jalen Thompson as well. Oof. Yeah, one, one, one pick for uh, six yards. So, nice. Bears, Andy Dalton, 26-41, 229 yards passing, two touchdowns, four interceptions on the day. Leading rusher, David Montgomery, 21 attempts, 90 yards, and a touchdown. Leading receiver, Jakeem Grant, five catches, 62 yards, and a touchdown. Uh, But that is that. That is Arizona and Chicago. Let us go to the Chargers in Cincinnati. Chargers getting a much-needed victory here. Um, I whiffed on this pick pretty pretty big, pretty big. But uh, the Chargers improved to 7-5 on the season with a 41-22 victory over the now 7-5 Cincinnati Bengals. A couple injury stuff that happened in this game. Joe Mixon got hurt, and Joe Burrow messed up his, uh, I think, pinky finger really, really bad. It affected, on his throwing hand, it affected the way he threw. 
and the Chargers kind of mopped them up from there. They got it off to a, the Chargers got off to a pretty hot start. They did, but uh, Chargers look good. This is the best the Chargers have looked in probably two months. It's been that long. It's honestly been that long. Um, a much needed win there as the playoffs get even more interesting. So, um, yeah, that is that. Your scoring drives for this game. Justin Herbert hits Keenan Allen for a four-yard touchdown pass to go up 6-0. Extra point is missed. Then Dustin Hopkins hits a 43-yard field goal to go up 9-0. And then Herbert hits Keenan Allen for a seven-yard touchdown to go up 16-0. Second quarter, Herbert hits uh, Jalen Guyton for a 44-yard touchdown. 24-0 lead there. And then the Bengals start to rally back a little bit. Joe Burrow hits T. Higgins for a 29-yard touchdown, 24-6. Then Burrow um, runs for a touchdown. Go. Uh, I think this is when the injury happened. He got bumped his finger. Very, it reminds me, I don't know if you guys remember this, 2015, Bengals were hot then, and uh, Andy Dalton hurt his finger. I think rushing for a touchdown or trying to stop an interception or something, and he was just out for the rest of the year. It was crazy. Not that I'm saying that this is what is to be expected, but his pinky finger was swollen. They could not get a glove on that thing to save his life. But anyways, at the end of half, 24-13, Chargers in control. Third quarter, uh, McPherson is a 48-yard field goal, 24-16. And then uh, they get to make it close. Joe Mixon, seven-yard touchdown, 24-22. Looks like, uh, yeah, two-point conversion fails. They try to send Joe Mixon in there. And the fourth quarter. Um, oh, it looks like there is some more defensive stuff here. Let's take a look at the the old handy-dandy NFL app, see if they uh, they got her back on this. Let's see. Are you gotta love it? It really throws off the groove of an episode when um when something like that isn't isn't present. Come on. This is where David fits in so nicely, he just he just kills time for me. Okay. They don't have it either. All right, so I'm guessing it's two defensive plays. Whatever, thirty, whatever. Fourth quarter, um, Austin Eckler off the left guard for a one-yard touchdown, 38-22. And Dustin Hopkins, 43-yard field goal is good, 41-22. So that is, uh, those are your scoring drives. Here are your stats for the game. The Chargers, Justin Herbert, 26-35, 317 yards passing, three touchdowns, one INT. Leading rusher, Austin Eckler, 14 carries, 59 yards and a touchdown. And a leading receiver, Mike Williams, five catches, 109, uh, 110 yards. Uh, Austin Eckler fumbled twice, lost them both, um, and that was half for fumbles. INT's Chris Harris had an interception as well as Michael Davis. So, so there's that for the... For the Bengals. Joe Burrow. 24-40, 300 yards, passing, one touchdown, two interceptions, leading rusher. Joe Mixon, 19 carries, 54 yards, and a touchdown. And leading receiver, T. Higgins, nine catches, 138 yards, and a touchdown. Um, that is that. Chargers, 41. Bengals, 22. Next up, NFC South matchup. The Bucks sweep the Falcons again with a 30-17 victory. Um, yeah, it's another game. Nothing crazy, honestly. 
Uh, Brady threw a pick six. That was pretty crazy. That was probably the craziest thing that happened. But other than that, it was just, just you know, just another game. Falcons definitely uh, were in a position to win. There's there's no denying that. No denying that at all. Uh, your score enjoyed for this game. Tom Brady hits Leonard Fournette for a three-yard touchdown, seventh in the lead. And then Mike Davis runs uh, after left tackle for 17 yards, 7-7. Seven to seven. Tom Brady hits a uh, camera break for a three-yard touchdown, 13-7, to seven, missed extra point. And then closing points of the first quarter, Youngway Koo, 21-yard field goal is good, 13-10. to 10. Then um, second quarter, only point scored. Tom Brady hits Rob Gronkowski for a 27-yard touchdown strike, 20-10 to 10 lead. Third quarter, Brady hits Gronk for an 11-yard touchdown, 27-17. And Oh, yeah, the pick six is... is in the third, early in the third quarter, yeah, Brady. It was very uncharacteristic of Brady. I do have to admit that um, they were backed up in their own end zone. He just, he just took a shot and he just threw it, and it was touchdown. Like it was so quick, nobody even realized it actually happened. Um, fourth quarter, suck up. It's a thirty-one yard field goal, thirty to seventeen. That is your final score of the game. Your stats on the day: uh, Tom Brady, thirty-eight to fifty-one, three hundred sixty-eight yards passing, four touchdowns, one interception. Leading rusher, Leonard Fournette, 13 carries, 44 yards. And leading receiver, Chris Godwin, 15 catches, 143 yards. Um, yeah. All right. For the Falcons, Matt Ryan, 30 of 41, 297 yards passing. That's it. Rushing, Cordero Patterson, 13 carries, 78 yards. And leading receiver, Russell Gage, 11 catches, 130 yards. Um, Matt Ryan fumbled three times. Russell Gage... Uh, fumbled once and lost it once, and then Avery Williams fumbled. Um, yeah, not good. Not not too good there. But that is that. That is Tampa Bay and uh, Atlanta. Tampa Bay now 9-3. and three. Atlanta falls to 5-7. and seven. All right, your next game, the uh, the Rams get back in the winning column with a 37-7 victory over the Jacksonville Jaguars. They improved to 8-4. and four. Jacksonville falls to 2-10. and 10. I believe they're probably mathematically eliminated, too. At this point, I would imagine so. Um, excuse me. I didn't watch too much of it. I do know that Jacksonville's defense was playing really, really good in the first half. Uh, second half, obviously, things did not go well, but he got them a couple times. Uh, Stafford was getting rocked. Their dudes were getting rocked. Jacksonville played with their heart on their sleeve a little bit. Um, to kind of kick everything off, but, um, but yeah, here's again. I didn't watch too much of it. Uh, scoring drives for this uh, for this game. Matt Gay hits a forty yard field goal to open up scoring three nothing lead, and then Sony Michelle f- five yards up the middle, and ten uh, nothing lead there. Jacksonville answers back with the uh, Carlos Hyde one yard touchdown rush, seven to ten lead, or Jesus, seven to ten. Rams in the lead. Second quarter, Matt Gay, 44-yard field goal is good, 13-7. And then Matt Gay hits a 37-yard field goal, 16-7 there. Third quarter, Matthew Stafford hits Cooper Cup for 29 yards, and he hits uh, Van Jefferson for two. And then he hits Odell Beckham Jr. for a one-yard touchdown, 37-7. What a tear. Yeah, they uh, they roughed him up pretty good. Your stats on the day, Jacksonville. Trevor Lawrence, 16-28, 145 yards. Leading rusher, Carlos Hyde, nine carries, 24 yards, and a touchdown. And then your leading uh, receiver, Laquan Treadwell, four catches, 62 yards. Carlos Hyde lost a fumble. James Robinson lost a fumble. And uh, Trevor Lawrence also uh, fumbling. That's your stats for the Jags. For the Rams, Matthew Stafford, 26 of 38, 
295 yards and three three touchdowns. I hate phones. I hate technology. Rushing leader, Sonny Michelle, 24 carries, 121 yards and one touchdown. Your leader receiver, Cooper Cup, eight catches, 129 yards and a touchdown. Um, let's see, Kendall Blanton had a fumble. And that was it. Oh, Jalen Ramsey and Taylor Rapp had fumble recoveries. So there's that. No interceptions. That is um That's the game. Rams thirty seven. Jacksonville Jaguars seven. Let's move over. Washington, another team on a bit of a hot streak. They win and um they, they're five hundred for the first time this year. 17 to 15 victory over the Las Vegas Raiders. Right? Are they 6 and 6? I guess so. Yeah, it's week 13, so that makes sense. Okay. So yeah, 17 to 15 victory. They uh been playing very tough lately. They've been on a bit of a winning streak. All right. They're uh just a step ahead of Philadelphia and they're not too far behind from the Dallas Cowboys, so Things are going to get real interesting for the NFC East down the home stretch. Washington, I think, is fifth, sixth seed right now. So hold on to something, everybody. It's uh, it's going to get interesting. They're they're just playing complimentary football, and it's crazy that like with all the the players that have been hurt and stuff, that they're kind of getting in the groove, right? They're finding ways to win. They're Taylor Heineke's playing better, doing fine, doing absolutely fine. So. Um. Yeah, good on good on Washington. Kudos to them. Yeah, this is why you play the game, right? You don't just throw in the towel after having a rough first half of the season performance. You just do it, and uh, yeah, you just get to it. And Washington's doing really, really good right now. Your scoring drives for this game: Taylor Heineke hits uh, Logan Thomas for a seven-yard touchdown, seven-nothing lead uh, instantly in the first quarter. Second quarter, Dan Carlson fifty-two-yard field goal is good, seven to three. Third quarter. Dan Carlson's a 38-yard field goal, seven to six, and then Washington hits a uh, gets another touchdown. Taylor Heineke hits Antonio Gibson for a four-yard touchdown, fourteen to six. Fourth quarter, uh, Josh Jacobs off the left end for a one-yard touchdown rush, fourteen to twelve, and then Dan Carlson's a 37-yard field goal, fourteen to fifteen, and then in the final moments of the game, Washington, B. Johnson. 48-yard field goal is good. 17-15 is the way. Washington getting hot at the right time. Taylor Heineke, 23-30, of 30, 196 yards, two touchdowns, one interception, leading rusher. Antonio Gibson, 23 yards, or excuse me, 23 carries, 88 yards. Leading receiver, Logan Thomas, three catches, 48 yards, and a touchdown. Um, let's see, nothing in the interception category. So move on to the Raiders. Derek Carr, 28 of 38, 249 yards passing, leading rusher Josh Jacobs, 13 carries, 52 yards, and a touchdown. And leading receiver Hunter Renfro, nine catches, 102 yards. Nate Hobbs had an interception. And defense, and that was that was it, everybody. Washington 17, Raiders 15. Moving on. NFC, excuse me, AFC North game. Steelers edging out the Baltimore Ravens 20 to 19. They improved to 6 5 and 1. Baltimore knocked down a peg. Um, they are now the number two seed, I believe, in the in the AFC. They fall to 8 and 4. What a great game. A fantastic. I mean, honestly, this is a classic. This is a classic 
Steelers Ravens game, right? So close. Even you know, Steelers haven't been great this year, but they look great. They always play their best football against each other, and uh, it is most criminally underrated. I think rival. Okay, I can't. I don't think I can say. No, you know what? I would dare say it's underrated. I don't think a lot of people realize it yet. Still, people still think you know some of these classic rivalries are all great, but man, Steelers and Ravens. There's no better, in my opinion, no better rivalry in football. No better. Uh, scoring drives for this game. Devontae Freeman gets the first points on the board. For Baltimore, three-yard touchdown rush. 7 nothing there. Second quarter, Chris Boswell, 53-yard field goal is good. For the Steelers, 7-3. Ravens in the lead. Third quarter, Justin Tucker's a 35-yard field goal. 10-3 uh, lead. And then this, uh, Ben Roethlisberger hits Deontay Johnson for a 29-yard touchdown. 10-9. To Fourth quarter, Justin Tucker for the Ravens. 28-yard field goal is good. 13-9 lead. And then uh, Chris Boswell, 43-yard field goal is good, 13-12. to 12. Big Ben hits Deontay Johnson again for a five-yard touchdown, 20-13 to 13 lead. And then Lamar Jackson uh, hits Sammy Watkins for a six-yard touchdown strike, but they, they go for a two-point conversion at the end, and they fail. They go to win. They didn't go to tie. They went to win, and it just uh, it did not work. The stats of the game for the Ravens, Lamar Jackson, 23 of 37, 253 yards passing, one touchdown, one INT. Lamar was also your leading rusher, eight carries, 55 yards, and your leading receiver, Marquise Brown, five catches, 55 yards. Defensively, Lamar Jackson had one, well, that's not defensively, but he had a fumble. All right, Uh, Lamar Jackson did fumble the ball one time as well. For the Steelers, Big Ben Roethlisberger, 21 of 31, 236 yards passing, two touchdowns. Leading rusher, Najee Harris, 21 attempts, 71 yards. And the leading receiver, Deontay Johnson, eight catches, 105 yards, and two touchdowns. Uh, T.J. Watt had a forced fumble, so that's pretty cool. Mika Fitzpatrick had a interception on the day. So that is that. Steelers edge out the Ravens, 20-19. to 19. Next up, NFC West. The Seahawks back? I don't know. I was, I was a little heated about this game. I was really like pulling for San Fran. I'm like, man, they finally got something going in the Seahawks win. Uh, but they did. 30 to 23. They win and improved to four and eight. San Fran, six and six. They sit at five hundred right now. Didn't watch too much of this game. It was all San Fran in the first half, but I guess uh, is this classic Kyle Shanahan? I think so. Listen, they didn't look like Seattle had a chance at in the first half. It really kind of didn't. Oh, see, the first quarter. It got interesting towards the end of the second uh, second quarter and, and so on. But, uh, yeah, I'll go ahead and say classic Kyle Shanahan game. I'll go that far. Yeah. Uh, your scoring drive for this game? T. Homer. Not sure who that is. Uh, it must be a running back. Uh, direct snapped. 73-yard touchdown rush. 7 nothing lead for the Seahawks. Jimmy Garoppolo hits George Kittle for a 24-yard touchdown pass, 7-7. And then uh, Elijah Mitchell up the middle for two yards, 14-7. Uh, San Fran leads in the first quarter. Second quarter, Robbie Gold hits a 50-yard field goal. We got a 17-7 lead. Then Adrian Peterson ties the great Jim Brown, for this, uh, recently signed by the Seahawks this earlier this week. 10th uh, all-time in touchdown rushes, Adrian Peterson is. So congratulations to him, 17-14. Uh, Seahawks keeping things interesting. Jimmy Garoppolo then hits George Kittle for a 48-yard touchdown, 23-14. And then not too long before halftime, Russell Wilson hits uh, Dwayne Eskridge for a 7-yard touchdown, 23-21. Third quarter, 
Uh, we got a safety. Seahawks get a safety to tie it up, thir- uh, twenty-three to three, or twenty-three to twenty-three. And then the final play of the game, or final scoring of the game, uh, late in the third quarter. Russell Wilson is Tyler Lockett for a twelve-yard touchdown, thirty to twenty-three, and that is that. Your stats on the day: Jimmy Garoppolo, twenty to thirty, two hundred ninety-nine yards passing, two touchdowns, two ints. Leading rusher Eli Mitchell, Elijah Mitchell. 22 yards, uh, 22 carries, 66 yards, and a touchdown. And lead receiver George Kittle, nine catches, 181 yards, and two touchdowns. Uh, Travis Benjamin lost a fumble for the 49ers. Uh, Dante Johnson recovered one for them. And Emmanuel Mosley also recovered one for them. We also have a couple forced fumbles as well from Kwan Williams, DJ Jones, uh, Aziz Alsher, and Nick Bosa. And then Kwan Williams got a uh, four-yard interception, so... There's that. For the Seahawks, Russell Wilson, 30-37, 231 yards passing, two touchdowns, one INT. Leading rusher was Travis Homer, three carries, 80 yards, and a touchdown. And leading uh, receiver, Tyler Lockett, seven catches, 68 yards, and a touchdown. Um, let's see. Gerald Everett lost two two fumbles. Um, Adrian Peterson fumbled once, then Russell Wilson fumbled once. As far as INTs go, oh, Travis Homer also recovered a fumble. That's pretty cool, too. Um <laughs> I guess. Interceptions. Bobby Wagner had an interception, and uh, Quandre Diggs also had a uh, had an interception as well. So that is that. Next up, Sunday Night Football, the Denver Broncos and the Kansas City Chiefs. The Chiefs having the way with the Denver Broncos. They win 22-9 and home on Sunday Night Football with an, uh, an improved to 8-4 and four in the season. Denver falls to 6-6. Six and six. Scoring drives for this game. Patrick Mahomes rushes in for a touchdown, 10-yard touchdown rush, 7-0 lead. And then Harrison Bucker, it's a 56-yard field goal, 10-0 lead. Brandon McManus for the Broncos, 42-yard field goal is good, 10-3. No points in the second quarter. Mm-mm. Third quarter, Harrison Bucker, 45-yard field goal is good, 13-3 lead. And then fourth quarter, uh, Bucker hits a... 26-yard field goal. Looks like there was a defensive touchdown as well. Um, and final points of the game, Teddy Bridgewater to Javante Williams scores 9-22. to Stats on the game, Teddy Bridgewater, 22-40, 257 yards passing, one touchdown, two INTs. Leading rusher, Javante, Javante Williams, 23 attempts, 102 yards. And leading receiver, Jerry Judy, four catches, 77 yards. For the Chiefs, Patrick Mahomes, 15-29, 184 yards passing, one interception. Uh, leading rusher, Clyde Edwards-Alaire, 14 attempts, 54 yards. And leading receiver, Darrell Williams, three re- receptions, 60 yards. But that is it, everybody. Thank you so much. And on behalf of the entire Two Point team, we appreciate you. Until next time, the Two Point Conversation is good.